bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Bring Them Out with your hosts, Joel Richardson and Alan Hill. Hey everybody, we're here at the Sunnybrook Ballroom inside the Speakeasy for another episode of Bring Them Out. I'm Alan Hill, here with Soul Joel himself, Joel Richardson. Tonight we have a very special guest, psychic medium Nicole. It's a really pleasure to have you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, so she came to the open mic. Mm -hmm. Turns out we have mutual friends. Um, it's a great story. Yeah, exactly. Uh, shout out to Rob Legassi, who's our sign guy, makes all of our signs yep. here at uh, Soul Joel. But then his wife has uh, Salon Nova. Uh, Kim, obviously Kim Legassi, and uh, big supporters of ours. But uh, she sent, they sent her down. Oh, but it turns out we have a lot in common. So I was at the Valley Forge Casino. She was at the Valley Forge Casino. She did shows on Tuesdays. I did shows on Fridays. Oh, wow. mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we uh, we both got screwed over by the current ownership. Oh. Yes, Another good definitely. bonding moment. Starting <laughs> off, starting yeah. off high. Yeah. That really did happen, actually. <laughs> well, it's priceless. I yeah, mean, and it I sucks, couldn't but... remember her name, so he filled me in on all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't have to go gender specific, but okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's awesome. PC. He says that kind of thing all the time yeah. when I say stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you still have that match and lighter, Chris? <laughs> Burn it down. <laughs> yeah, we got a bridge no longer. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> all right. We're off to the races. Here we go, baby. <laughs> but here's what happened. So um, uh, we, had, we had Easter brunch, mm -hmm. okay? And uh, there's two different stories. And um, we, she came down, and I said, I said, listen, I said, uh, check out the venue. I was like, this is where we're going to have it, because we're going to do it in the social house. Mm -hmm. uh, she's going to have her own show uh, here tomorrow, May 10th, mm -hmm. okay? And uh, so it's still tickets available. And I said, oh, the, this place is, you know, allegedly, apparently, yeah. even though I believe, allegedly, allegedly okay. haunted. And she's like, oh, it is. <laughs> and I was like, right oh, well, good. Well, make sure you tell them. <laughs> I love it. Tell them I said hello. <laughs> How do they feel about the new owner? Yeah, they yeah. want to know when they're getting paid, actually. They, all right, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, in comedy, they, we, oh, give them the, give, give the setup before you give the punchlines. No, I, can't, I mean, I can't help it. They're there. Yeah, well, no, I, 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 I understand. I love it. Yeah, just tell them. Get in line for a second. Okay. So... Uh, she said that it was a couple that uh, were here staying at the hotel. Hotel, yeah. Yeah. I was like, you don't know that there was a hotel here, and you're like, there was no hotel. I'm like, I'm telling you, they're saying there was a there was a hotel here, which I didn't know. Yeah. So it turns out it's true. So, because spirits always right. Okay. Right. And <laughs> that's what we learned early. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's that's the first tip. Mm -hmm. They're always right. They're Okay. Even if you don't think they are, they're always right. Right. And then eventually it comes true. So then I'm I'm on our monthly uh my monthly appearance on WEEO mm -hmm. uh, EEU in uh, reading reading. <laughs> right. It's a, a joke from our own another oh, okay. show. You joke. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so we were talking about this and and our our wedding coordinator. I told you the story. Shannon mm -hmm. uh was left. For a setup for a wedding, and then in the morning, uh, 
came back and all the silverware for the wedding was off the table. Now, if I'm breaking into a place, I'm not going to rearrange some silverware. <laughs> right. And everybody's like, right. oh, messing with me. And so they're like, well, you should ask Nicole what's happening. And then she said, there's a bartender that's pissed off because he didn't get paid. <laughs> Disgruntled employee. Yes. And apparently that's who's here right now. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. He's still looking for his money? He's still looking for his money. I know. We have to talk to him, actually. Okay. So, so how yeah, do we handle let's, this? Let's go for it. Yeah. Um, he just wants to be recognized. Something about his wife. He came here. I don't know. But he's all the way back from the 50s, 60s era. He's bartending here. Something that his wife died of cancer. He's really pissed off about that, and um, that's why he keeps. He's trying to make amends to her. He's trying to find her. It's like they're they're lost in space, kind of. And that's what happens sometimes when somebody crosses over through death or trauma. Is that they will go on the other side, um, unable to find their spouse or loved one, and it creates what you would call a haunting, but it's not. It's just they're they're lost. They're disrupted. And so until they find that match again, until they find that soul that they're looking for, which is why you have a medium or somebody that can communicate and help them get to the other side, then there will be no more disturbances. So... So do I have to give this person physical money? No, man. It was just really he wanted that message. He just wanted that voice to be heard. And everything. I, I can feel his energy dissipating now and he's saying thank you oh that's cool yeah that's amazing thanks yeah, yeah. so come out tomorrow may 10th and, yeah. <laughs> and get your own little more reading of this. Yes. how do you not want to come out of <laughs> yeah, that yeah man? so there's no doubt that this, uh, there's a lot of people here a lot of spirits a lot oh my of god every time i come here they're flying in front of me there's like an opera singer, there's a ballerina, there's like swimming, people swimming. I think there was a drowning here once. You know, there's, yeah, this this house is very active and they, they refer to it as the manor house. They don't refer to it as like a ballroom or a restaurant, they call it the manor. And they, they want to be recognized that that's what this was. It was a place where people came and they that you know, they got dressed up, they hung out, they had shows, dinners, events. Ballroom, yeah, okay, I do hear that, thank you. Um, but really, people lived here on the property, so I even see a couple, like, groundskeepers. They're kind of lurking around in the um, garden area. They're not, they're not bothering anybody, but if you ever, like, hear car alarms going off, I know that sounds, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Cliché. Like, Cliché, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, when I go into trance and I start talking to them, I lose words sometimes, so thank you for that. No, I, I was joking, but that is the word you were looking for? Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> Shut up, man. No, you're good. Go do your thing. Do anyway, your thing. anyway, so I don't know. It's really fun to talk to them because they're yeah, they always have a message and they can make your life either really fun or or really boring. I feel like this is a movie, but it's actually her life. <laughs> right. Where right. like you're watching the movie and, and like you hear the voices or like the I can't animals even are talking. I can't even imagine. But I mean, it's got a lot here. of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And do you, do you turn it off or do you let it go? How do you, um, how, well, how do you live your life? You're eating cereal in the morning. Yeah, man. And they're talking to me. Okay. Yeah. But it used, when I was younger, it was a real pain in the ass. Like I, I couldn't, I didn't have. Younger how old? <laughs> like, no, I, I mean, I'm not like. Like in my 20s. Now that I'm oh, know, okay, in okay. my 40s, it's, it's a little different. So you're like getting on the bus for kindergarten no, was a real hassle. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, like, well, how old were you when you first like started seeing stuff? Great question, Alan. So, so my dad tells me stories of like being a little little girl, but I really remember like five or six years old playing with, um, you know, nannies and people that had crossed over, not knowing that they were dead. Oh, so, wow. so one instance was uh, my next door neighbor used to watch me all the time, and I was upstairs playing with her, just like so happy. She was my favorite babysitter, older, obviously. 
And my dad came up the steps, and we lived in Mayfair, Philadelphia at the time. Mm -hmm. So row homes, you know, so she lived right next door. Okay. And my dad came up the steps, and he's like, Nick, who are you talking to? I'm like, oh, you know, I forget her name. And, you know, I'm talking to her, and he's like, um, no, honey, she passed away, and, like, we're having her funeral today. Wow. Yeah, and everybody was downstairs after the wake or whatever. Wow. So. Yeah, and then also I told my dad that his dad had passed, so it was time before cell phones, like, in the 80s, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Punch line laugh. Yeah. When you're thank you. Yeah. You're not supposed to laugh harder at your own jokes. No. Deliver them and enjoy. <laughs> you're gonna teach me that. Oh my god. So I told my dad that his dad had passed, and I think I was like six or seven at this time, and I, I actually got him and his brother together to tell them. And so I just said, you know, we have to go to my Uncle Joel's house. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> For everybody keeping score at home, she told us before the show off camera, she has an Uncle Joel. She doesn't have a nickname for Soul Joel. He already comes with a nickname. Some people call me Soul Joe, but that's for another time. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Oh, my God. You don't want to hear what they're saying in spirit. I, I would. Like some people call you Daddy, too, but we're not bringing that up. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> uh, living, living or dead? Living. Oh my god. Never mind. Oh, no, you, please expound. That just, that just In the team. comedy business, oh, we're going to need you to stretch. No, that's just what my team said in spirit. I don't know. Oh, that's great. Woo. So, anyway, I got that's my uncle Joel and my dad together to tell them that their father had passed. Wow. So, yeah. Yep. So I, I got a crazy question. So uh, when I, I've always seen like, uh, and I've told this on the podcast, like signs on the way to making this the, the permanent home to Soul Joel's. And uh, when I took over, we had the first meeting with Lower Pottsgrove, the township that we're in. It was great. It was amazing. And my sister and my mom are realtors, but my, my sister was standing with me in Gatsby's restaurant talking to the former owner, Chuck Galati. It was great. In walks like a light-skinned black man. He looks like uh, like Uncle Phil from uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've never seen this man. I guarantee I never see him again. So he walks in and he goes, "Hey, it's a long shot. I haven't been here in ten years. I'm from Delaware. Just dropped off a person in Pottstown. Um, so I wanted figured I'd swing by. Do you still have that pipe organ in the ballroom?" He's like, "Yeah." He goes, "Does uh, George Batman still come down and play it during um, Easter and Mother's Day brunches?" He's like, yeah. He's like, do you mind if I take a walk? My sister and I are like, all right, we'll see you later. We go in the parking lot. Two minutes later, uh, the former owner, Chuck, comes racing out in the parking lot. He's like, Joel, Deanna, you got to get in here. This guy's playing it. Not only is he playing it, but he's playing from Beauty and the Beast, be our guest, be our guest, put our magic to the test. And I'm talking the back of the, my, the hairs on my neck are standing up. I'd always give him credit to my mom's dad and my dad's mom for uh, giving me credit for all this whole journey. They love what I was doing. They're not my parents. So the fact that I quit my day job, uh, pursuing my dreams, doesn't matter. They, they loved it. They're, you know. But I never got credit to my mom's mom. And this guy reminded me, he even had the fat, flabby arms because my grandmother thought exercise was for horses. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I don't add that to the story, but okay. I will. Yeah. 
But I told him, I said, dude, you remind me of my grandmother. I said, she played the pipe organ every Sunday in church, and she was a music teacher. And he goes, that's what I do. And he goes, all right, I got to go. I'll, I'll see you later. You got to go back to Delaware. I'm like, or heaven. Yeah, I was just going to say, those are angels. So, yeah. so he leaves, goes home. I drive home and sitting in the driveway on the fence were two cardinals. So what what was that? What yeah, happened? It's a sign from your your relatives in spirit. That, okay. Yeah, and and angels do that. So I know we're gonna get a little etheric here, but guardian angels or archangels will appear. I, I, well, yeah, I wanted you to expand because I didn't want you to be like, yeah, Joel, you're right, and then we just move on. So <laughs> this, anyway, this is good. Okay, good. Yeah. So well, anyway, we're gonna go into a little detail here, Alan. <laughs> so I hope I hope you brought your ears to oh listen. Oh my God! Story time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they do incarnate as as um, humans, basically to give you a message or, you know, from heaven or to help people. Like, have you ever seen those stories where they take they get the kid, um, you know, away from the moving car or somebody will, um, you know, I, I used to work with a lot of um, people who were homeless or mentally challenged or um, living on the street. So anyway, so I would see just random people show up and help these um, lost souls who were looking for help or somebody who was schizophrenic I would see them come out of their psychosis and see an archangel ch- channel through them <laughs> okay that's actually a real person <laughs> I see him too <laughs> and they make the door creak and it is the weirdest thing oh my god that was a trip so, so anyway so yeah um they are really uh, known to come into human form to give you a message and to help you along the way. So mm-hmm. we will be doing that as well on the show. So not only do I work with your loved ones that have crossed over, I also work with your team in spirit who are angels or archangels, guardian angels. So a lot of psychic information comes through past, present, future, health, love, career, finances, education, any kind of question you may have. But typically when I meet somebody, I can just go into your org field and start pulling out information very quickly. That's what I'm really good at. Um, and then we bring your loved ones along the way because it's just nice to talk to them. That's so cool. Yeah. Neat. Neat. Yeah. Now, based on, like like you have a person that either believes or doesn't believe, doesn't matter, Does do they both have teams? Oh, Yeah. Just, so everyone has a team no matter how they believe. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like there's a whole orchestra of angels behind us helping humanity on earth because, you know, sometimes humans need a little help. <laughs> yeah. Imagine you know? that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some yeah. more than others. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we know a few of them. Yeah, yeah. So, and yeah, I mean, without getting religious, but like, you know, there, there's a higher power, right, that connects us all. Or, you know, if you don't believe in something higher uh there's an interconnectedness of universal energy between all of us like i firmly believe that we're all part of the same being you know i i believe that everybody's connected through their heart center and that we come onto earth to learn certain lessons and we're given certain tools and you can believe or not believe and it's really no um it doesn't matter like the angels don't care if you believe or not believe, which is great you <laughs> that's know? cool yeah they're gonna help you out um even if you don't ask well that's not true they're striking me on that they will help you out if your life is in danger and it's not your time to cross okay they will help you okay. out Okay, um, if you're doing free will stuff and you say, hey, I want to learn whatever this crazy thing is and I, you just go out there and do it, they're not going to stop you. They're going to let you learn your lesson, mm-hmm. but they will step in and intercede if your life is about to be cut short and it's not supposed to. Okay. That's a whole other topic. 
No, it's a great topic. It's fascinating. You want me to keep going? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alan, going. your thoughts. No, I love it. I love it. Oh, man, I this is fascinating. No, <laughs> no, this is fascinating. Yep. Keep, keep, keep going. This is great. Okay, so... So depending, so people often ask me about different sex, sex, sect or religion. That's how rumors start. <laughs> <laughs> That's my team. Chris, your thoughts. <laughs> boy, up. boy, he just fidgeted in his chair. <laughs> he said nothing, but his body language said howdy, howdy. <laughs> All right. Oh my God. So there's no discrimination amongst angels and beings and higher dimensional beings. Like there's really not, you know, um, people, I have friends from all different religions and they all ask me questions about, does this angel believe this or that? They're, they don't think like humans. They're just of a higher consciousness. They love all beings no matter what. Oh, it doesn't matter. Sorry, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just, it doesn't work that way, man. If you send 10 Hail Marys today and this person said, you know, the F-bomb a hundred times, it doesn't matter. They love us all the same. And right that's on. what was so great about me stepping into this work because um, I left, a, you know, a corporate job to do this. and. You know, I feel like I was given a very strong message and um, they were like, this is your time. You need to go and you need to help people just understand that there's this all this love for them behind the veil. And this is how you access it. And nobody's judging you, you know, and everybody loves you. So that's, that's so that cool. is cool. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Okay, so let's talk about your uh, your companions from Philly. Oh yeah, I, let's get into this. You, you, I, I don't even need to set it up. You can just go. Right. <laughs> so, um, two of my most famous guides, I guess, well, would be Benjamin Franklin, and Abraham Lincoln. If you're not familiar with them, they're on our <laughs> they're on our currency. One's on the five spot. One's on the hundo. God, I love it. So, <laughs> so Ben is a big fan of beer. He actually loves and beer. ladies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we don't want to talk about French just yet. That, that right? That's how he started the currency. Did that's you why. Know that? That's when he started a bunch of other things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he oh wasn't just flying kites. No. <laughs> no. That's only for people that know history. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. And so he used to sleep naked. Did you know that? Oh. Uh, Chris? <laughs> uh, he, he used to sleep naked on a piece of wood oh. with the window open. <laughs> I swear to God. And Is that's that? where morning wood came from. <laughs> oh, my God. Apparently, we have to have non-comics on for this podcast to be funnier. God. So anyway, he said that's where he got his inspiration for like a lot of inventions. He said it just kept the mind very crisp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just just keep lobbing them up. Right? I told you, my that's what kept his funny. mind crisp. <laughs> So yeah, he did start our currency here, and do you know that story? Uh, I mean, no. Okay. Well, it's not, I don't well, even think look, it's that the Philadelphia funny. Mint was the first mint. Like, yeah. Back well, he went over to France. He borrowed a lot of money. So basically, he just he repatented Britain's money and brought it over here. I mean, it's not that great of a story, but anyway, they've been fighting over it ever since. So I think um, 
I don't know, Ben likes to come back from the dead and right the wrongs of what he did because he always oh, yes. felt like that wasn't a true currency, that he was still making money on the backs of Britain. Of Britain. Right on, people. right on. Yeah. So, um, so he's not thrilled with the national debt. No, at all. <laughs> <laughs> so he's also part of um, the Masons. Uh-huh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah. are very interesting to me. I love We'll, them. we'll I... edit this in post. She <laughs> 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 might know some things you're not allowed to know. <laughs> <laughs> How dare that woman <laughs> talk up. about the all-male fraternity <laughs> that 99% of the men that signed the Declaration of Independence <laughs> and the Constitution are in. Yeah. Shh. <laughs> I'm missing the joke now. Well, well it's, it's 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 a secret society. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so, we're, and joke. you're talking about it out loud. I'm just saying. Yeah, but we're from Philly. It's all over Philadelphia. Uh, so I'll slow the jokes down. I was just joking. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Back no, to you. no, no, no meaning. Just funny. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> You want me to Plus stop the, talking? The Masons, have come, the Masons had a convention here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two of them. Or whatever. When yeah. I, They're when not I really a secret society anymore. Laughter. No, well, and anything you didn't laugh at, that was just a fun fact. Go oh, ahead. Okay. Back to you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just hungry. So no, he's just he's pissed off about that because the way that the Masons t- like, yeah, I'm going to talk about it. the way that the Masons took the society. He wasn't. He was all for human consciousness and universal consciousness and magic and working with the elements and spirit. You know. Is he upset about Nicolas Cage? Oh, what the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Are you upset about him? Did he play good? <laughs> ben has had enough. <laughs> They went to Washington, D.C. How dare they not base it in Philadelphia in 1776? Oh, my God. That's so funny. All right, so now we'll talk about Abe because he's coming up. So Abraham Lincoln used to hold seances in the White House, which I found so fascinating. Yeah, I never, yeah. I, I did not know this. So when I was first um, coming online to all my gifts and everything and like understanding how they worked because that was a whole learning curve, um, he, he took me on a trip through upstate New York, then all the way down to D.C., and then back to Philly. And we just visited all these historical places. And he just made a road map of different, um, you know, wars and, and different addresses that he gave. And, you know, I'm not a history person. So to hear the Gettysburg Address in my head constantly was just, like, wild, you know? And I could, like, recite it. Like, I'm a girl from Philly, okay? <laughs> I have tattoos. I like to listen to rock. Nice. You know what I mean? Have a beer. Like, I have the Gettysburg Address in my head. Like, I got to go on this road trip with this dude. Wow. Oh, so oh, wow. That, that's what I was going to say. Well, I was like, did you spiritually go on the road no, trip? No, man. Or were you on I the was road? On the road. So, you, Abe Frank, hey, Frank. Ben Lincoln. Ben Lincoln came along, too. <laughs> so, it was you, Abe, and a Sonata? Like, what happened? I think I had a better car than that. Uh, hold on, man. <laughs> just saying. At least Abe got to ride in luxury. Yeah, yeah. Once again, that's why I got into producing. <laughs> when you lose your only guest. <laughs> Alan laughed that she was like, I had a better car. <laughs> no, we went on a road trip. <laughs> but we were in a Mercedes. Yeah, come on, man. Because that's how the Oregon Trail works. Yes. <laughs> we were blazing trails in this luxury vehicle. <laughs> wait, till we st- wait till we get out of Wawa territory and we stop at our first sheets. Oh, oh yeah. Not They're not the going to like no, this car. Going over cobblestone in this Mercedes. <laughs> no bueno. 
Is that Honest Abe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah honestly, he likes luxury. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Other than that, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? <laughs> Oh my God! Well, that's how I got into seances, right? Which is this is not—I don't—you might turn this into a joke. I don't know. So his wife lost a couple of children, and she was trying to contact them through a medium. You know, she's very upset. She actually had um, a very big uh, bout of depression, and she was suicidal. And there's a story behind that. And um, so she started—I think it was actually um, a slave girl, believe it or not. Um, you know, who. And I say believe it or not because I don't like to mention that part, you know, in history, uh, because, but even though it needs to be talked about. Sure. And, and that's who brought her these messages. And she was, she, she's a part of the family now, right? So she's giving messages to um, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Lincoln. And, you know, uh, he did not believe. So he always, what he told me is that he didn't, he, it wasn't that he didn't believe, is that he um, was ambivalent, well, ambivalent's not the right word. I guess he's just neutral, right? Okay. I'm sorry, because I'm listening to them too, as I'm telling you. Right right Were they smoking more than just tobacco in those days? No. Okay, all right. No, that was the Vikings. You know about the Vikings? No, no. Taking mushrooms and stuff like that? Oh. Yeah, that's what our Vikings did. That was cool. Fascinating. Yeah, I found that out. I thought it was like a 1960s thing. No. No. <laughs> It was after you that. Never heard the stone Before yeah. that. <laughs> and they were drinking mead too. Yeah. So anyway, mead back shrooms. Yeah. Back to <laughs> like I'll tell you, I'll try. <laughs> Sorry, you go, you go. Yeah, it's mostly my fault. Yeah. <laughs> so so um he just would he would listen to the messages, but he wouldn't make his mind up whether he believed or not. So anyway, so one okay. time she came in, just like as I'm sitting with you guys, and was giving a message from spirit, and she would go into a trance. So there's different forms of mediumship, and you can go into a light trance, kind of like what I'm doing right now, where I will stop and listen, or you can go into like a full trance where you leave your body. So that's what she was doing. And the spirit that came through, um, which was a higher dimensional being, uh, told him about how he just moved troops from one battlefield to the next, and nobody had known that information yet. Mm. So that's why- That got him to that believe. That got him to believe, okay. yeah. And then so he started holding seances in the White House, and you know it was a big deal, and they would help him decide uh, where to move the army. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating. Pretty cool, huh? Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. That, I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, spirit's been around for a long time. <laughs> they just didn't show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they hang out with other people too, or do they? When they find you, is that their? Any their... other than me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's many mediums on the earth. Right yeah. on, right on. Yeah, no, they hang out with people. Like right now, my grandmother's hanging out with my mom, and I'm like, Mom, we just talked to my grandmother. Like your your mom, why? She's just hanging out, and I'll, you know, there's some unfinished business there. So okay. a lot of times that happens, and I can. Let them, so your mom's still living. Yes. Yes. Your grandmother's past. And my grandmother's past. Right okay. now, does does like your mom, sister, like like do they have powers? So my dad does. Um, I believe it runs in my family. Uh, but on your dad's side. But on my dad's side, yeah, I believe it runs in my mom's side too. They're just more Catholic, and they don't want to believe. Oh, okay. Like they they go to me. You're still doing that funny stuff. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I kind of am. I kind of like it. <laughs> my mom says the same thing about me being a musician. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And then my dad's side, uh, like I said, they're like speaking in tongues. They're praying to the Holy Spirit. They're going in trance. I mean, they're pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my mom's side's cool too. They're just, um, you know, they're a little bit more grounded. Yeah, that's yeah, all. yeah. 
Well, yeah. we, we make we make a joke. Well, Alan brought this up that uh, in comedy, and I, I said this, this is my words, but he brought it up that there's a fine line between like uh, comics that are empaths or just sociopaths. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you think anybody that's uh, like an empath has those abilities, but they just don't turn it on? Yes. Yeah, a thousand percent. And especially comics, you, you brought up a good point. Most comedians are channels and they don't realize it. So, um, because like Robin Williams, like the night before I came to your show, I asked the spirit of Robin Williams to be with me. And so I was in the car with my sister and I just started laughing and I could feel him all around me. Um, but he was a channel. That's an example of a channel. And then, um, Jim Carrey is another one. He's an awesome channel, like where he's playing with different dimensions and characters and allowing that energy to move through him. So, you know, those are two examples, but yes. The, so What's it like hanging out with Robin Williams? Man, um, I, hang, I hung out with him and David Bowie. No way. Yeah, man. Together? Or no, separate. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would have wow. been. <laughs> Wild duo right there, man. Why is this girl that appears to be by herself having the most fun? The best time, I know. Yeah, laughing and singing along at the same time. Yeah. The happiest sing along. Oh, so no, Robin Williams, I mean, he was he was a little depressed, but he's he just wanted to make people laugh. He just that's all he really cared about. Is he just wanted to make people laugh. He wanted to make the world a better place. He wanted everybody to stop like fighting and hating each other. Um, you know, he was real big on just crossing barriers and borders and just making everybody love each other. Uh, you know, and I'm feeling that from him right now. And so David cool. Bowie, he came through right before um his album was released or something like he he crossed over and then I went into trance and um, I was speaking to him and then like his album was released like after he passed or oh, something. Okay. Yeah, it was okay. really cool. He like that was like his final show. Oh, what a, that's crazy. And he's like, I'm going somewhere better than here. And he wow. like popped out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So um, I met some him. People, oh, you go. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. I met him on the beach uh, in like Boca Raton or, um, you know, Florida, South Florida. OK. Yeah. OK. Now, to some like like David Bowie, can you can will he come back or is he gone forever now to you? No, he'll come back. Um, Whitney Houston is another one that likes to come through. Oh, interesting. Yeah, not necessarily to me, but to one of my girlfriends. Mm -hmm. uh, I typically get like dead presidents and musicians, but I not guess. just white people. No, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it's the first non-white person you You're mentioned. Right. I mean, they they say things about honest Abe, but. <laughs> Thanks. Ben was 100% white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I'm like, why did I think about that? Now, I have a couple yogis in there who come through because I, I love yoga. So when I'm on the yoga mat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get <laughs> please, please explain. I'm, with, I'm just trying. Alan and I very confused. <laughs> Because I just have a picture of, like, me doing a downward dog, and, like, my team's like, yeah, I'm sure they come through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your team is funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, so, man. <laughs> right? So I always have, like, a show going on in my head. God. A lot of people chiming in and making me laugh, so that's fun. That is awesome. Wow. Priceless. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, so, yeah, where where were we? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I lost it. Uh, Whitney Houston. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Whitney Houston. So she goes, um, 
she comes through to my girlfriend, uh, Teresa, I think maybe my girlfriend, Amy, um, you know, I have a whole team of psychics and mediums that are friends of mine that what, you know, so a lot of them are coming to the show cause they just, they love the show and they love that I'm back home and that I'm working and they think it's fabulous. And so, um, we'll have like 20 more psychic medium people showing 20. up. Oh, yeah. man, okay. that's going to be, remember Yeah, yeah. so we're going to have so a lot of spirits tickets, in here. Man. Entourage. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That attracts more. It does attract more. Okay. It makes it higher vibe. Yeah. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. How many people are on your team? Oh, my God. Like in physical or? The, the, yeah, the physical. <laughs> you mean, no, like here in this reality? In this, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I have lots of girlfriends. But, um... In spirit, probably about 10. I have about 10 guides that work with me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right a lot on. of archangels, some famous people, presidents, you know. So yeah. cool. It is cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're talking to me. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. This is what happens. It's like if you didn't know me, you would think like there's something wrong with me because I'm like <laughs> talking to another person as I'm having a conversation with you. Yeah. It's all good, don't, man. Uh, don't apologize. There's a bunch of ladies that are listening right now going, Joel and Alan, shut up and let her talk. Right, totally, <laughs> yeah. totally. So. No. Yeah, do whatever you know. If you Yeah, talk about it. Don't talk about it, whatever you want to do. Yeah, so um, so Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe is another one that comes through. That's uh, awesome. Tesla, Edgar Casey. No way. Yeah. And then I have um, Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel, you know, Jesus, Mother Mary. Um. You know, God, Buddha, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, source. So there's a lot of fun people up there. And obviously it's not just for me. You know, that's not how spirit guides work. They mm-hmm. work with everybody. They work with the collective. Um, when I do channel, though, or when I do a big group, I do have a certain team that will come in. And that is like Ben Franklin, Abraham Lincoln, the, the people I just mentioned, mm-hmm. a lot of archangels. Um, yeah. They're just, they're just talking to me about you. They want to say that, like, your goal in this life... I, God, I don't know if this is too much. No, if go, is, go. Can you edit? <laughs> they just say, like, th- this incarnation wheel for you, and that's how I talk, like, when you've incarnated as a soul, is really for you to um, get on board with love. Like, you have to allow people to love you. Like, okay. you love everybody, but this is really about allowing people to love you right and on. also trusting and trusting that you're not going to make the same mistakes I don't want to be, t- you're not going to make the same mistakes as your father did. I don't know. Would mm-hmm. you understand That's that? Fairly accurate. Yeah, okay. There's something there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I try, I say it without getting too much. And that um, you almost did die and that the angels came in and like saved you many oh. times. Well, there was at least one I know of for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then um, I also see that you are, you are gifted spiritually. You have spiritual sight. It's not just because like, you know, you're whatever just relaxing there are things in your field that you see you think it's like out of the corner of your eye or it's like a you know something in your lens and they're just saying that's not true um i'm also seeing like a grandmother or mother figure i'm no grandmother somebody coming in from the from your side but on your maternal line that's trying to either make amends or wanting to be there for you more she feels like she should have been there for you when you were little 
Do you understand that? Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah, that's yeah, my okay. mom. Yeah, my mom's mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. and that uh, she, she apologized. She was there plenty. Yeah, and she apologizes. Like, she, yeah, but she wants to be there for you now. Like, she feels like she should have been there for you more. Like, I feel like there's nothing that would have satisfied this lady. So even if yeah, you're telling yeah. her like she did a good job or whatever, like she's just not. She just keeps no, no, I didn't. You tell right him. On, right you on. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, get yeah. that message through. Okay. <laughs> you know? Very so, cool. So she. Well, just, it was cool on my end, Grandma. Yeah, yeah. She's just recognizing that, and then also um, your family ties are strong she's saying only because of you like you're kind of holding everybody together and she wants to she wants you to know that she recognizes that within you but she's also saying that it's time for you to live your life and like stop waiting so um i know i know you had mentioned to me about your mom and that, that so she's making mention about that but mm -hmm. i, I want to go beyond that because i don't like information that i had already known so can we talk about something else okay so they're saying when you were in uh like grade school or like pre like there might have been some sense of like um god i don't even want to say this man like a, like a learning disability as she's recognizing it but like that learning was hard but it wasn't it was that your brain was actually remapping itself and you're learning more from a creative aspect and not from an academic aspect so she wants to honor that within you and know that you were never there was nothing wrong with you there was never anything wrong with you and that people that would try to put labels on you she's calling bullshit on right that on. Yeah. love it okay. love it okay and no, so she just wants you to keep going keep doing your thing but also it's like time to live your life like i need to kick you in your ass like if you're not living your life the next time i see you like, you're gonna get foot up your ass i love it yeah <laughs> <laughs> like like keep moving forward keep doing the things that bring you joy fall in love like you you have to right on very yeah. no that, does that make sense absolutely to you? the okay. love thing is a big one for me i have that's uh yeah i keep that at arms yeah man sure. you can't she's like i i have to like now keep tabs on you yeah yeah so right we're gonna be friends all right that's all awesome. okay cool that's so cool, all right, cool. yeah absolutely cool, cool. absolutely <sighs> and that's definitely stuff you can't google or on your facebook because you don't really even post a lot there's no I, my, my my digital history is that big yeah. and the it's all related to my band or this podcast you have a ton of followers <laughs> but i'm not sure what you're following because well, you never post anything yeah you said uh, i have however many i have however many followers i have on instagram and i've never posted a single thing Oh, you have a fan club. <laughs> well, it's just because I follow other people. And they follow me back or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, just... <laughs> but boy, are they duped. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing coming from this guy. Nothing. <laughs> no, that was really interesting, man. And there was a lot of stuff in there that's for... Yeah, like, and I could keep going, but, you know, some of it's personal. So that's why I try to, like, um, buffer it a little bit mm -hmm. because, you know, we're on a show and, you know... Right, right. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but, what... I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. And, uh, you're and welcome. I appreciate doing that too yeah thanks I, I love grandma man yeah she's all she was awesome yeah she's I, really I a rock star yeah she was she was awesome mm -hmm. i wish i got more time with her that's yeah. the one thing i wish you know and maybe that's part of her thing mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. and also true about angela lansbury <laughs> that's what he calls my mom <laughs> little little inside, inside. baseball <laughs> <laughs> my mom had a little detective mission one time yeah it became yeah. a thing <laughs> she, she went undercover for me and i never hired her that's right she's looking about herself yeah i said tell uh tell angela lansbury the case is over oh. but i deeply appreciate her loyalty <laughs> no one got murdered okay thanks <laughs> yet <laughs> um so what are you feeling on this side of the couch? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Really? We're, we're on a show. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I know it is getting hot in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree, Chris. <laughs> um. Oh man. I I just when I when I look at your field, I just see like uh, actually a bunch of famous people around you in spirit, which is not um, I guess surprising because you're kind of bringing everybody together. Do you see chaos? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just a lot of chatter. Like, there's a lot of... Oh, yeah, people. there's a lot of chatter. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, they're just telling me this is the start. You're going to own a lot of places. This is just one of many, so giddy up. So, you're, you know, this is just... You're about to take off, and in the next five to ten years, you're going to skyrocket beyond what you could have even imagined. So do not sell yourself short, and don't think small. They want you to think big. They want you to think global. They want you to think... Um, multiple locations they also want you to know that you're building a team and that you need to delegate more and that you need to allow people to take that from you and and hold it for you like um, different stresses that you may have and and when you don't do that you can cause yourself to get stressed or sick or not feel good or you hold energy and that's not good for you so because if you're not like a clear channel then you cannot be clear for others but they're they're saying next five to ten years man you're just like taking off so um you could pick up the check on the outside. Yeah, this was... <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, we're done. <laughs> no, no, no. That's uh. No. Uh, the other thing that you said uh was uh was interesting um when we were, we were talking offline about um what I might have been in a past life. Oh yeah. Not trying to lead you. Yeah. But... <laughs> well, there's been so many stories, so I forget. So when I um first met you. And I got in my car and drive home. Like I just saw you in the late 1800s, and well, I saw two lives. There was one life where you were like this ringmaster in a circus, like a Barnum and Bailey. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, perfect. And it was just your um, ability to connect. Shout out to Shannon. Shannon. <laughs> your ability to connect and bring people together, but also like to. to be the greatest show on earth right like so that tagline to be the greatest show on earth and and so you're cultivating and carrying that timeline or incarnation of that life into this life so that's why past lives are so interesting right mm -hmm, okay because we can bring and pull our gifts and our know-how from other lifetimes right so we can on. bring here so that's probably why you're a great musician because you've been a musician before right i on. know i've done this before so that's why i was like all right <laughs> let's go yeah, you know yeah, yeah absolutely so um that was one life and then that's cool though it is really it is cool. cool yeah it's really cool you've been I mean, rocking for years brother <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure, man. yeah. Plus, acoustic guitars back in the day yeah maybe. and uh and he has a do you know he has a picture of himself dressed up as pt barnum no and i i, I, <laughs> I had no I, idea i refer to myself on social media as a modern day barnum and uh -huh. no you don't uh, yes Are you he does serious? yeah i've been known to drop yeah <laughs> <laughs> Na name drop yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but oh i enjoy God. that I enjoy making a spectacle out of what I'm. I've been trying to fake it till I can make it for 17 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there was a, another life where I saw you in like this top hat, like a very um, tailored suit. That was a my, different life. Yeah. Than the P.T. Barnum. Yeah, yeah. Like where people would come to galas. Like if uh, you think about like the Hamptons, right? Mm -hmm. Where people are getting dressed up, like Gatsby's. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and that spirit. <laughs> a little place called Aspen. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dumb and dumber reference. Okay. Yeah, no, it's okay. You're much smarter than us. 
Yeah. Alan had his problems early on. I have mine now. <laughs> oh my god. Just a couple of knuckleheads <laughs> hanging out in a speakeasy. Yeah. Yeah. Doing a pod. So, oh, that's great. So we're in the Hamptons yeah, now. Yeah. So something like the Gatsby's, like you, you know, the Gatsby's, like uh, the Great Gatsby, where they do those um, huge events, and like you were wearing like this, um, I don't know, tailored suit. Yeah, there was a top hat involved. It wasn't the Barnum and Bailey life. There was it, so when guys wore that, what was that like the 1920s, something like that. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah. So I saw you there with like, um, you know, a couple ladies in like ballroom gowns and. Um, you know, I don't. I don't know if you were a guest or I just saw you there. It was just like a quick snapshot. He probably put the event together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had the guest list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I'm trying to think if that's it. Yeah, I think that was it. Yep. That's fascinating. Plenty. Yeah. yeah. I love this. I love this. <laughs> I like it too. Um. So what happens whenever, like, you, so you have, like, a, a, a room, say, of 100 people. Mm-hmm. So you just you start talking to them. Like, what can people expect tomorrow night? Yeah, so Spirit works in, like, sections. So, um, and they also do this thing called piggybacking. So sections basically is, like, I'll give, you know, this section of the room messages, and I can go real quick and, like, pull out psychic information, um, angelic inspiration, beings that have crossed over loved ones in spirit but they also do this thing uh, piggybacking which is when they bring forth one message it might be for like four or five people in the audience you know and so we just we work very quickly and we try to get to as many people as we can um in the beginning i will help people like open up and raise their vibration which is basically just having a good time because spirit likes when you're having a good time they like to laugh they like people to have fun they like music because they're here too they just it's not sad for them like even though we have unfinished business as beings that are still here it's not sad for them in spirit and they just want to come out and have a good time so um I and work- that's what people can expect to have yeah it's not going to be something where and it might get emotional mm-hmm. but overall it's a it's a joyous event exactly yeah yeah everybody has fun that's great everybody Everybody has fun. And you can bring questions too. Like I encourage people to bring questions. Like if you have a specific question that you want answered from spirit or your angel team, like I am more than happy to do that. Like when I do personal readings, I do that. Like the first half, I'm just giving you information, information, because I just want you to know that this shit is real. (laughs) And then the second half, well, and also I want to make a connection. But And then the second half, you get to ask questions. Like you have a specific question about your life and the angels will give you exact guidance. Well, I I have a question too, because uh, you just said, uh, bring your questions. And in comedy, say you have 200 people, you don't focus on the 200 people that are laughing. You're focused on the one person that you can see scrolling on their phone or maybe have their arms crossed. Mm-hmm. Now, have you ever seen yourself in that? And it might be yes or no, but a person that has their arms crossed, you can tell it's just disapproval. Yeah. Do you ever say, like, bring a message that you know is for them to try to win them over or just prove a point? Yeah. So that used to happen a lot. I call it stump the psychic. Like, people would try mm-hmm. to stump me and they would, like, have a specific information or person they want to talk to. First of all, I can't conjure up a spirit. Like, I just had a session in the beginning of the week and there was, like, four spirits that came, but the specific spirit that she wanted did not show up. I cannot pull them out of a hat. They're either there or they're not, which I love. Okay. And then, um, and my clients love that too, because I'm real honest. Like, if somebody's not there, I'm not pulling them in, okay? Love that. 
And if and if somebody has a specific message that they want heard, my team will do that a lot of times. They'll just say it because they're just having fun. But then sometimes they don't either. So it's like, I mean, 90% of the time they'll say it just because they just want people to have fun and let go of all the stress, right? It's like not that big of a deal. You know, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, I can say your brother's uncle, whatever, is Jim. You know, it just doesn't, it doesn't even matter to people. It doesn't matter to the angels. But I love detailed information. That's who I am. I am a detailed person. So I ask my team to be very detailed with my clients, very detailed with the audience. And I want them to have accurate information. Like I'm not bullshitting around because I got other stuff to do. You know what I mean? (laughs) I have have a great life. I'm doing this for fun because I love it. I love people and I want to bring joy and happiness to their reality. You know, and that's that's why I do it. That is so cool. Yeah. Anything in closing? Ah, I, I think the the uh, the famous thing was cool, like you know Ben Franklin, probably the Philly connection, right? That's mm-hmm. probably why. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you think? Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, it's, I, mean, I don't know why Ben Franklin and Abe Lincoln are here. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I, I don't I don't know why Abe Lincoln brought you in upstate New York, but here we are. Yeah. So yeah. there's a so there's a little town. I'll tell you why. <laughs> so there's a little That's town. That's why we're on a podcast. Yeah. Love it. So there's there's a little town called Lilydale up there, and I'm, f- I'm familiar. Are you familiar with Lilydale? Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm done. <laughs> Not like saying that the you know Albany or uh, you know or Binghamton or uh, or uh, Woodstock. Okay, so Lilydale is a small spiritual community of mediums, actually. Oh, oh, fascinating. Yeah, so a bunch of mediums live up there. So he took me up there um, to find a book, and um, it was basically like his life story or whatever, but it was a book that had never been published. It was like kind of archived, and it was um, like a real famous, and now that I'm thinking about it, I don't even have it anymore. But anyway, so I had to go up there for a specific book. Because oh, I thought just you making... said you lost the story. No. I'm like, no, no, you lost the book. I lost the book. Yeah, like, we yeah. can't help you here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alan and I are in Pennsylvania. <laughs> So anyway, so that started my journey. So I was up in Lilydale. I met with a bunch of mediums, um, as I am one too. And uh, but I wanted to understand like different different types of mediumship, um, who I was really, because like I said, I just left corporate job. And anyway, so um, yeah, so I started in Lilydale and then worked my way back down to DC. So th- when I got to DC, that's when it really started going. He took me to all these museums and he took I think there's a museum of all the presidents down there. Oh, okay. And he would take me to each picture and give me like a story about each president, like inside insider information. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. He actually told me too when Donald Trump was going to get elected and they like doing political readings and stuff like that as well. That must have been a shocker. Uh, yeah, no, nobody <laughs> believed me. They're like, you're full of shit. <laughs> like, hey. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> the reality star. Yeah, man. <laughs> but but uh, was L- Lincoln was president before they moved the capital to D.C., right? Oh, man. Way to bring this history. podcast yeah. to a screeching halt. Yeah, I'm hearing yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Nice. We have our answer. Well, which is funny. I mean, you went to D.C. with him, but... Yeah, yeah. Well, that's where all the, you no, know... I, I understand. Okay. <laughs> Just to clarify. <laughs> I'm not a smart man. Abe apparently did not stop his life in politics after death. No. No. <laughs> definitely has some opinions there. Yeah. Oh, I love this, man. I could do this all night. <laughs> do you get messages that are for you? 
Oh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! So I'll tell you a story, and you guys can. I, either, we would either, love one. Okay. <laughs> what made you laugh just now? Because you're either gonna love it or you're gonna cut it. So all right. So I'll tell. You. So <laughs> my friend. Well, I. I told you I used to work in the drug and alcohol industry um, for a long time. Well, 10 years. That was a long time then. So I dealt with a lot of ODs and people leaving the body and stuff like that. And that's oh, yeah, yeah. usually, and then I, that's also a catalyst into my work because I would have counseling sessions with people and their dead relatives would start coming through and as a whole thing. So, but anyway, I was in my shower one night and I was getting <laughs> showered and then all of a sudden I felt these hands around my waist and I was like, get the f- fuck out of here there was a spirit and then i turned around and it was actually a friend of mine who had od'd and you know came in my shout because i think he had a thing for me obviously and seems he, apparent yeah. <laughs> what a bunch of mixed signals <laughs> don't need to be a psychic medium to read that one <laughs> Boy, this uh, this ghost is really trying to fiddle and faddle. Oh my god! <laughs> so that's how I found out my friend was dead because he came to me in the shower. Get out. Yeah, and wrapped his hands around my waist, and I like yelled at him to get the fuck out of my shower. Wow. And then I talked to him afterwards. Sure. But I was, you know, right. But you but gotta get him, get him out of the shower first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put some clothes on, and then we had a real talking to. Him. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I gave him one for. <laughs> what time did you realize he was dead? What do you mean? What time? Like, like, well, no, like a night at night? The hands? No. no. Oh. The, the hands were on you. Yeah, they were on me. But yeah, like immediately. Like, oh, so you realized that this was the, a spirit? Yeah. Yes, man. I was in the shower. I was in Philly. I, I mean, maybe I lived I'm explaining alone. it to our listeners. Yeah, I don't know. I lived alone. Any woman would understand when a man grabs you from behind what that feels like. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. <laughs> 42, never been married. <laughs> Live in my sister's basement. Rumors start flying. I said, I don't need a good woman. Just give me a man that knows to ha- how to wrap his hands around my waist. My, my dad said to me once, if you're gay, just don't tell me until I'm dead. No. <laughs> So you've never been married either? So that's why they were talking exactly. about love. Yeah, that oh was spot God. on. That was knock, spot knock, on. who's there? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was spot on. Okay, cool. God, thank you for the confirmation. Oh, and I need that too at the show. Like, I like that because then spirit, it lets me know that we're talking to the right spirit. Right so. on, right on. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I realized, right, I mean, any woman who's been grabbed from behind will know right away it's like a second you understand that that's what's happening and there was nobody there and i was like and then i saw him etherically and then physically started to materialize so that's the other thing too so when spirit materializes like when i see them in here that takes a lot of energy like it they only materialize when it's necessary or they have to get a message through or like you're not understanding something but typically, um, they're in what we call like the ethers, and so you can hear them. Sometimes um, some mediums can smell them. Like I get that sometimes too, where I can smell a spirit. It's very interesting, and you can feel them. A lot of people just feel them. Um, but my gifts come in where I can see them, hear them, smell, taste, like everything. So it's just all at once. But different spirits materialize differently depending on how much energy or um, 
I want to say life force, but that's not the right word because they're not, they're not, you know. Yeah, they're dead. They're dead. Your <laughs> 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 team's funny, huh? Your team is awesome. I know, they're just setting it up. Here we go. <laughs> You're like, I didn't want to be funny. I'm just reading the script. <laughs> and there's no script, it's just what's on this shoulder. I don't want to say what's on this shoulder because it'll bring the show to a screeching halt. <laughs> Who knew Ben Franklin and Abe Lincoln were killers? Yeah. <laughs> Invented more than currency. Yeah, man. Comedy. Comedy. <laughs> well, we're looking forward to the show tomorrow night. Yes. Yeah, Thanks so much for coming out. So, so much awesome. fun. And uh, you want to plug your social media? Yeah, my social media is my angel team. So also my website is myangelteam.com. Um, but Instagram, myangelteam. That's how you can get a hold of me. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. For Alan Hill, this is Soul Joel. See you soon.